And then what's really important, what's essential for us to learn how to do as highly sensitive people is knowing how to regulate our nervous system, knowing how to feel that feeling of overwhelm, of dysregulation, and then move ourselves back to a state of feeling more centered and grounded and calm. Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer, and I've got a really good episode for you this week that was inspired by a question I got from one of you listeners. So first, um, I just want you to know, like, I always really appreciate your feedback on the podcast, and I always enjoy getting your suggestions. So if you're ever like, ooh, I have a question about this, or ooh, I would love to see a podcast episode on this, don't hesitate to send me an email or reach out to me on Instagram at Life by Alyssa. I love hearing from you. And, you know, while I don't like make a podcast episode about every single thing someone asks me to do, if it aligns with me and if it gets me excited and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a lot to say on this, then I so will do it. And so this was a perfect um, example of a question I got that I felt super inspired to record a podcast about. Um, And it's so interesting too, because I always notice like collective themes and, and like things coming up at the same time. So It's super interesting because I got this specific question from a listener and then like a few days later, I got almost an identical question from one of my one-on-one clients and I was like, oh, so interesting. Like there's definitely a theme here. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a podcast episode on this. So let's get into it. Okay. So the question that I got was a woman asked me, or told me that basically people don't want to tell her things because they think she'll get upset. So it's this feeling of like, oh, you know, I want, I want to tell you about this, but like you always get upset or, oh, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells around you. And like, if, if you've ever heard that, then this episode is for you where you're like, people tiptoe around you. People are, mm, yeah, they kind of hold back from sharing things because they're nervous about upsetting you because they are afraid of how you'll react. They don't know, you know, maybe they act like you can't handle it, right? And there might be some truth to this from the past. So this listener who wrote in specifically was like, um, you know, she knows that she can react quickly to things. And so she understands where they're coming from and why they would be bringing this up to her. But she also feels really hurt by this because it makes her feel like 
they're kind of trying to predict her feelings and control her feelings and, you know, not share things with her because they're afraid of her reaction. And my one-on-one client who brought this to me as well was sharing that she feels like uh, people feel like they're walking on eggshells around her, that she can't always, that they can't always say, yeah, they can't always speak their mind with her because they don't know how she'll react. And it's really, I mean, this is like a big thing for us as highly sensitive people when the people in our lives know we're sensitive, which obviously they will, then it can make us feel even more alienated and misunderstood. And yeah, I think those are the two words, alienated and misunderstood and hurt when people then hold back from sharing with us. So I can personally relate, by the way, like I've had this experience in my own relationship where my husband has felt like, oh, I can't tell you this or, you know, I can't tell you how I'm really feeling because then you get upset, then you have these reactions. And so here's my response. This is how I personally have worked through this and encourage others who can relate to work through this. So in short, we cannot convince people that, oh, now you can tell me things and I won't get mad, right? We Like convincing them and telling them that isn't necessarily going to flip a switch and then have them be like, oh, okay, now I can tell you, right? Because if you've had a history of getting really upset and worked up and hurt by things, and maybe it was like completely rightfully so, right? Like maybe your reaction was totally valid, but if you have that history and it's kind of built up over the years, then, you know, it's not going to flip overnight when you tell somebody in your life, hey, you can tell me things now. Um, but here is how I I would handle it and have handled it. We can only make this shift by showing the people in our life that we're working through it and that we can handle it. And so the next time someone makes a comment where they're like, oh, well, you know, I, I want to have a real conversation with you, but I feel like you're just going to get upset. So I can't even say anything or, oh, we were going to tell you about so-and-so, but we didn't want you to get upset. You can just calmly reply hey, I'm actually working on not reacting as quickly to things. So if you do want to bring things up to me in the future, please don't feel afraid to do so. And just leaving it at that. And don't over explain. Don't feel like you need to go into this whole thing. It's more of like just a simple, short phrase. And from there, you can just put it out there, leave it at that. From there then, if there is an opportunity in the future where somebody is open with you, where somebody shares something upsetting with you, where someone is vulnerable and, you know, lets you know their feelings, like let's say you got into a disagreement with your your husband and then he was like, hey, it really hurts my feelings when you say X, Y, Z. Use that opportunity to then regulate and respond in a calm manner rather than going into the reaction right away. So it's showing, hey, we can have these grounded conversations. Hey, you don't need to feel like you're walking on eggshells with me. We can only, we can't convince, we can only show. Now that's, you know, that's an important piece of this, right? But the question then is how, how can we remain calm and grounded when upsetting things are shared with us, when upsetting things happen, how can we become less reactionary? And this is going to come down to understanding our triggers and knowing how to regulate ourselves through them. So I've done episodes on triggers. Definitely go check those out. Um, The most recent episode on triggers was episode number 
121. So when we understand our triggers and we understand like when something happens and it feels upsetting to us, it's really helpful to understand what's beneath the surface and why we are specifically getting so triggered by it. So here's a personal example I can share that you might maybe be able to relate to. So uh, the other week, my husband called me and I was at home with Blaine. She was taking a nap and he was like, hey, um, could you call uh, this hotel and book our room for this summer? And that was the simple phrase. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let me add it to the list of all the other things I need to do. And I like bit his head off and I got really triggered and really irritated by it. And he was like, whoa, that felt like a big reaction. Like, why, why did you react like that? And immediately I could, you know, feel within and I knew that my trigger was coming from feeling like I am always trying to fit a lot in while Blaine naps. I have less time to myself. And so feeling like, oh yeah, let me just add one more thing to my list. And I had that reaction, that initial knee-jerk reaction to get irritated by it and really show it. So it's like, and I could recognize that within myself and be like, ooh, okay, this I'm having this big reaction because I'm feeling like I need some more space to myself. I'm feeling like I need to take some things off my plate, right? And so I can actually take ownership over that reaction rather than getting upset and being like, oh my gosh, you know, and and feeling justified and angry in it. Now, if there was this, if it was a situation where I felt like, you know, he wasn't pulling his weight and I was doing everything and this was like a real concern, then that's a different story. Again, I wouldn't need to like react and be mean or anything like that, but it would be a conversation that we need to have, right? About like, okay, who's doing what in the household. Um, but in our situation, I, I know he carries a lot. We both have a lot of different, you know, we each have our own responsibilities. So it was coming from this, this, um, place of, oh, I'm just feeling like I'm overloading myself on, you know, during her nap time. Right. So it's like owning my trigger, understanding where it's coming from and really like keeping my side of the street clean, so to speak. Um, so that's the step is like, okay, recognizing, you know, if somebody shares something with you that you don't love, that <laughs> you find irritating, recognize your trigger. And if you can, um, really catch yourself before you go into that reaction. So it's like noticing it, right? And then what's really important, what's essential for us to learn how to do as highly sensitive people is knowing how to regulate our nervous system, knowing how to feel that feeling of overwhelm, of dysregulation, and then move ourselves back to a state of feeling more centered and grounded and calm. And so in these moments, when you notice that trigger, it's like, okay, take a beat. I'm going to breathe into it, breathe into my stomach, slow it down, notice my feet on the floor, just slow it down a notch and notice, ooh, yep, I'm feeling triggered. Okay, I'm going to take some breaths and I'm going to slow it down before responding. So it's like creating space between the, um, the, the, the initial reaction and then what you do with it. Right. So it's like creating more space and it's, it can be hard for us. This is definitely a practice of getting into a place of intentionally responding versus mindlessly reacting. And something that helps us to create more space between the, create more space between the situation happening and how we respond. Meditation is something that's super helpful. And I know you might be rolling your eyes like, I don't want to meditate. Or maybe you do meditate and you're like, yes, I love it. But really it's like this practice of questioning your thoughts and not just going down every single rabbit hole they take you on. Rather, 
noticing that you're separate from them that you might later regret. So I hope you found this episode so helpful. I know it's like such a specific topic and I think it's it's one of those things that a lot of us have dealt with where we feel like people don't aren't open with us or they tiptoe around us. They walk on eggshells around us and we don't want that. We want to feel we want people to feel like they can express themselves around us, but we also know that there's truth to why they haven't been able to. We know that, you know, there has been a part of us that has been you know, maybe hard to be open with because of our reactions, because of our highly sensitive nervous system, because of the way that we can become dysregulated more easily. And there's no shame in that. It's just one of the things that we often have to work through as HSPs. And so again, just to kind of like wrap it all up, you can't convince people. Like I wouldn't encourage convincing anyone like, hey, now you can tell me everything and it'll be fine. But rather, Calmly tell them, hey, this is something I'm working on. And then when you get the opportunity, show them. Notice your triggers. Notice the reaction that wants to come up. Ground yourself, regulate yourself, and choose to respond in an intentional way that you feel really good about rather than going into that reaction. And over time, you'll be able to then build up that relationship with the other people in your life and have that, that experience of you know, them being open with you, hopefully you being open with them and having it be something that feels really reciprocal, reciprocal and grounded and safe. So if you found this episode helpful, please let me know. Don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at life by Alyssa. And if you loved this episode, I would love if you shared in your Instagram stories and tagged me and shared with a friend. Thank you so much for being here and I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.